0: Welcome listeners. It's another great edition of The Marketing Podcast. Thanks to everyone who's tuning in this week or listening later as you have your cup of tea um, or your whiskey, whatever your penchant may be. Um, today we're going to be talking about purpose. My name is Kate Garrett and I am this week's host, um, I'm the Director of Client Services at Marketing Pods, and much of my career has been spent working with organizations and brands that have real purpose and that real authenticity of actually caring about the world about them and trying to make it a better place. But there's lots of questions there. Purpose is a bit of a buzzword, isn't it, at the moment? Everyone wants to say that they are a brand with purpose. But how do you sort out who is telling the truth and who is doing a bit of greenwashing? That's going to be the topic of conversation on today's podcast. And now I want to introduce you to all of the wonderful guests that are here with me today. I'm going to be asking them to introduce themselves and also tell you their favorite sandwich. First, what's my favorite sandwich? It is a definite cheese and tomato on white bread. It's a bit of a filthy sandwich, but you know, it's going to be great. I would like to hand over to Justine to introduce herself. Hi, I'm Justine. I'm one of the
1: account management team working um, with Kate at the Marketing Pod. And I come from a background of having worked in marketing for, I'm going to say 20 plus years and leave it at that. Um, and in terms of that experience, it's great because I've seen quite a transformation in marketing over the past 20 years from very product led messages to more purpose led messages, which is fantastic. Um in terms of favorite sandwich, I'm going to have to go with kind of a soda bread sandwich with loads of salads and possibly I
0: like like okay, I'm a bit of a cheese lover. So that's me. Thank you very much, uh, Justine. We're going to go over to Monia now for her introduction.
2: Yeah, hi, I'm Monia Dalkeko. I'm one of the content writers at the Marketing Pod. Um, I come from an academic background. I have a PhD in American literature with a specialization in African American literature. And uh, one of the things I was really interested uh, in when I was doing research is actually intersectionality theory, which is uh, basically how our identity is shaped by various, um, various identity markers, which can be our ethnicity, gender, sexual orientation, et cetera. So when I left academia um, to um, specialize in content marketing, I definitely, definitely wanted to... Uh, Join an organization where uh, purpose was uh, was crucial, um, which is, well, it was Martin Potts, actually. Um, and my favorite sandwich, I would say, is Parma Ham and Mozzarella Sandwich, which is known as VIP if you are in an Italian airport.
0: That sounds like a really delicious sandwich. Everyone's got a more grown-up sandwich than mine. James, how about you? Tell us about yourself and your favorite sandwich.
3: Hi, I'm James. I'm the senior content lead for Pod. Um, I've been working with B2B brands for about 10 years now on everything from PR to content to uh, account management side of things as well. Uh, and yeah, I found it really interesting how purpose has become kind of more and more at the forefront of what brands are looking to achieve since my time starting in marketing till now, um, and favorite sandwich, anything from MS, to be honest with you, but I think I'll go for a chicken and avocado, which a good bit of meat, and a healthy fat.
0: Beautiful. Thank you very much, team. Uh, let's dive into our topic of the day, then, purpose. We work with a lot of different people, and we do now get a lot of companies coming to us saying that they want to communicate with considerably more purpose than they have at ever have before a bit like Justine was saying we've seen this transition away from product-led marketing into purpose-led marketing because consumers are both a b2c and a b2b market they now want to work with companies with greater integrity but it's a big question isn't it like how do you know that someone's telling the truth like how do we interrogate that I would love to hear everyone's thoughts on that kind of how do we know we've got authenticity what's you know, how do we make sure that purpose is real? So
2: I would say, Kate, one of the first things you can do to really test it out is just see how they apply purpose in their own marketing material, for example, or how they how they introduce themselves and how they, um, you know, if you're talking, for example, about a marketing agency, not just how they have um, expressed or communicated the purpose of their own clients, but um, how they apply this concept to their own marketing, so, for example, if you go to the Marketing Pods website, it's immediately clear that our purpose is to work with ethical brands, brands that care about the environment, but we do the same too. We do what we can to be every day a little bit greener. Um, so, you can see that those values are applied every day and this is what I would like to see in, you know, the people that I work with. But, yeah, that's super
0: interesting one. Yeah, I think there's also an element there of, pushing if a company comes to us and they want us to work with them and we and they want to be purpose driven and we are deciding whether they have the right credentials really to become a marketing pod client whether they are caring and enthusiastic enough about the world around them I think it's also looking at what are they communicating effectively when no one's looking like can you get a hand on their one of their board packs for example which isn't necessarily public domain property but if they'll let you see if they'll let you see one um, that isn't too commercially sensitive you can see where the purpose has really driven into the heart of it. Justine, so you've seen, we were talking about, obviously you and I have spent a few years in the marketing world and perhaps some of our younger colleagues on the call today. Um, and we have seen that great transition. Where do you think that you've seen changes um, around how purpose is communicated and how we identify purpose?
1: I think with a lot of businesses, um, it's around how they communicate their mission, their mission and vision. Uh, for their business and I think that's always a really good starting point and to see how that then flows through into all of their communications whether that is with um, with customers, with stakeholders and with their employees as well. So it's always good to see um, a company that's basically following that mission and it's then passed down into how they look in terms of their values and what their kind of principles and beliefs and how that guides them as well. I think that's really key in kind of getting into um into a business and looking and understanding how how they view purpose yeah super super interesting
0: and then james like from that content perspective picking up on what justine is saying there in terms of interrogating a story and a narrative where we're working with someone or where we've got an organization who is genuinely authentically purpose driven and Obviously, because we wouldn't be working with them if they did, If they were not. How do you uncover those stories? What tips have you got for any listeners who are perhaps newly purpose-led? Because let's face it, every business is on a different curve. You've got companies like likes of Patagonia who have been long-standing purpose-driven and are really are the gold standard when it comes to purpose. But you've also got loads of companies that are just like, you know what? Actually, I'm increasingly miffed about how business is done, and I increasingly want to make my business a force for good. How do they start telling that story that they've been on in an authentic way?
3: Yeah, I think that's a really interesting point you've picked upon, Kate, that, you know, lots of different brands will be different phases of their kind of purpose story. You know, you've got these more established brands, which have really embedded, um purpose at the heart of the brand story that they're telling but, you know there's a lot of companies that you know they are kind of getting to grips with purpose and sustainability and their green ambitions and you know how they're um nurturing a more sustainable supply chain you know all these kinds of endeavors and um, but they will be more in the earlier stages but i think the key thing to remember here is it doesn't matter necessarily you know what Phase of that kind of purpose journey you're at what matters is that you're kind of doing it you're taking it seriously you're evidencing it and tell that story you know because there'll be plenty of other brands that will be at that same point um and but if you can demonstrate and illustrate and evidence that you're you know taking that journey seriously and what steps you're taking to make that a reality then you can take people along with you on that journey beautiful
0: I think what that also ties into is not being frightened to be honest in the early stages. They, we're really honest at Marketing Pod that we are early in our journey on B Corp. Um, and there are some things we might have done in the past that wouldn't pass a B Corp litmus test but that's because we are evolving and growing both as humans and good people within the organization but also as an organization as a whole and there's quite a few people actually on this podcast that are in the B Corp um, champion group um that are moving us um slowly ever steadily closer to be Corp robustness I think it works in other areas as well I think one you would probably chime in and a- agree with this or feel free to disagree um, around the worlds of kind of diversity equity and inclusion there's a lot of fear that if you start communicating around diversity equity and inclusion somehow you have to be perfect before you start
2: yeah no I think you are absolutely right uh, especially in the world of inclusion and diversity if you're not honest and transparent about that, then what you get is just tokenism. Uh, you can say, you, you you know, you can present those stats and you can present the numbers in terms of how diverse your team is, for example. Uh, but then it's just putting numbers together based on, you know, a, a, a very specific characteristic of that person that you have isolated. And maybe you're not considering a lot of other identity markers that make that person as well. Um, so we really, really have to be careful with that. Um, I think the key to really do this right, if there be, obviously there isn't one way, but um, what I would like to see more maybe is just to go back to the why. Um, like, why are you doing this? If you have an incl- inclusion diversity program in place, what what is your goal? Are you trying to achieve a more diverse team? Um, are you trying to just restructure your communication Um, strategy to make it a little bit more inclusive, um, maybe eliminate some um, terminology that you thought was correct in the past and now realized needs to be revised and things like that. Why are you doing that? Um, If you um, communicate that clearly enough, um, that's going to be valid at every stage of your journey. And of course, it's a message that can be updated and revised, um, but doesn't even need numbers and stats right away, you can just say, this is the, this is the purpose of, you know, our inclusion and diversity team, which has been really recently formed, and then kind of fill in the gaps, if and when you have the stats. I love that
0: notion, Monu. that filling in the gaps. It doesn't have to be perfect when we start, like to make a better world, we need lots of people doing something imperfectly, rather than five people doing it perfectly. Yeah. Team, that has been a really great discussion today. Thank you so much for all of your time. We're going to end maybe a little savagely with a pop quiz about whether you think it is easier for consumer brands or business brands to communicate about purpose. Now, I'll go first just to give you a little bit of thinking time in the hope that you do come back and join a podcast with me again. I think it is easier for a consumer brand overall to communicate purpose in essence simply because there are more touch points within a person's life around a consumer brand. So it's kind of easier to gain momentum, but it is also harder in another way because it's more open to greenwashing. You've got a lot of noise in that space. But I think broadly speaking, purpose is actually easier and we have to work harder as a B2B agency to communicate it right for brands. Monia, I'm going to come to you next.
2: Um, I think... You know, different sectors have different challenges, but I think it, it seems easier, at least in B2C, just because B2B often has that, uh, that technical message to convey that, um, you know, really has to kind of be translated um, for a non-technical audience. We have that element and, it, you know, it's, it, it's a little bit harder Um to, it can be a little bit harder to connect to your audience when the message is really, really um, complex and technical. You have to kind of um, kind of make it a little bit easier to digest without diluting it. Um, so that is one challenge we have. But in B2C at the same time, I think many people have been bombarded so much with um, content that is supposed to tap into their emotions that um, they become a little bit more resistant to it so it's a little bit harder now and it's becoming increasingly harder to tap into people's emotions just because of the sheer amount of content that's out there. that's supposed to be just to do just that.
0: Yeah. I really love that concept kind of cutting through the noise. James. How
3: about you? Ooh, it's a tricky question. Um, I agree with Monia's, um point that I think we're all inundated by a lot of messaging nowadays and that cutting through the noise is a challenge. I think I'd probably say though, from a consumer perspective, if you're found to be greenwashing or not being entirely honest with your messaging, then potentially the repercussions from a brand perspective could be, you know, particularly bad. Um, But same is true really in the B2B realm. Um, I think what I'd probably also add as well is I feel the b2c sector is perhaps a little bit more advanced in terms of and en- more naturally embedding purpose within their comms i think there's plenty that the b2b um world could kind of learn from in terms of what some b2b and um, b2c companies are doing too yeah I'd, i'm I'm gonna sit on the fence a little bit and say it's probably you know there's not there's no right answer here it's a, it's a tricky one for everyone involved um I think it goes back to the point, as long as you're kind of trying to tackle the issue, then as long as we're all making headway, then everyone's kind of making progress. It's something that, you know, whether you're B2B or B2C, it, it needs to be kind of fully on your radar now.
0: Nicely hedged there, uh, James. <laughs> but Justine, can you take us home with the final answer? Um, I think I'm possibly going
1: to hedge my bets a little bit. But I guess my point for in relation to B2C and B2B is that it's often easier if you are in a newer business that has very much set themselves out of a very purpose-led business from the start, whether you're B2C or B2B. That makes it easier because it's ingrained in your business from the start and you can talk to your customers and your stakeholders and your employees in the right way. I think the challenge comes is for more established businesses who whose agenda hasn't necessarily been around purpose or sustainability to then turn the um, turn the conversation um, to um, being a purpose led organization. And is there's a lot more evidence that they probably need to provide to convince their audience that they are on the right track, and, and then I think transparent, being transparent and open is really key at that point to, to get those right messages across. So I don't think either is easy. I just think it's possibly easier if you are a newer to
0: business and those are your core values awesome that was a beautiful summary there justine thank you very much that wraps us up for today folks thank you very much for tuning in if you are listening to this on one of our socials please please drop a little comment below just to let us know how you found the podcast if there's any topics you want us to explore or any items that you would like our panel to dive into in a little bit more detail from today's podcast thank you